This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, and thank you all so much for joining us for this fireside chat. I'm excited to be joined here by Yuriv Bash of Flytrix. Yuriv, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Anthony. The, the pleasure is all mine. So, Yuriv, you're at Flytrix. Please give us a brief background on yourself and the company. Sure. So uh, after uh, crashing the spacecraft on the moon two years ago, uh, leading uh, the Israeli mission to the moon, an unmanned mission, so, you know, no harm done, uh, I, uh, I'm now the CEO of Flytrex Aviation. We're doing drone deliveries, and more specifically, we're doing backyard drone deliveries, focusing on food from restaurants, retail goods, uh, straight to people's backyards. And we've been working with the FAA for the past almost four years now, on building a certifiable aviation vehicle that can perform $5 deliveries to your backyards, which is a bit of a miracle. So that's one of the biggest things about, you know, that I'm learning throughout this event at DroneWaves is how many different components go into this drone technology. And, and so one of these things that you just mentioned I'm interested in is the the cost here, because $5 for this backyard delivery doesn't seem like a, a huge cost or an expenditure for everyday people to kind of incur. So is that one of the big barriers that I think are myths that, you know, a lot of people are really struggling with is that this is going to be an expensive process for everyone to get a part of? So, so yes, I think that people uh, constantly are looking at drones and they see some, you know, very expensive equipment. And if you're trying to certify a commercial airplane, usually you don't end up with a vehicle that costs a few thousands of dollars. Uh, usually it's uh, add a few more zeros to that. And at Flytex, we're basically doing that. We realize that if you want to deliver hamburgers and burritos to people's backyards, people aren't going to pay, going to pay 50 bucks per delivery. Uh, they barely pay a few bucks today. Uh, so our goal is really to build a complete delivery system using drones that's being certified and, you know, safety above all, that can perform that, that can deliver to people's backyards for really a lot lower than what it costs today. And if you think about it today, you've got a guy, especially in the suburbs, driving a vehicle, a one-ton vehicle, driving from the restaurant to your house and then to another restaurant, making maybe two deliveries per hour, which isn't that much for, you know, if you're making on-demand deliveries. And you can take the same guy, and he's really, he's already, if he has a driver's license, he's overqualified to operate our system. And that person can now perform five to ten deliveries per hour. So, so that's one of the big things is that you don't need to have these special qualifications that you can, you know, be a everyday, you know, citizen and just be able to operate these fleets. Is that right? Yeah, there's no joystick. There's no virtual cockpit. It's really, it's completely different than anything you can envision. All our operators have is an iPad, really a tablet. And they're not even, they, they don't even mark a point on a map. Everything is pre-surveyed, pre-known. Our system knows everything. Everything is autonomously done. All our operators have to do is install the package on the right drone and press the green button on the tablet. We take care of the rest. 
So that operator can now move to the next drone in the next package. And that way you can handle a lot of deliveries with the same person. And so I, that, maybe I should take a step back though, because at Flytrix, you don't actually, you, you guys aren't making drones, is that right? You're... We, we are, we, we're actually building them from scratch. Uh, for all the FAA cares, we're like Boeing or, or Airbus. We're an aviation company. So I'll give you an example. When you buy a consumer drone, usually you get like a leaflet with some instructions. That's our maintenance manual, 800 pages. So, you know, and we have to get a waiver so we don't have to put it on the airplane itself. It's, it's really, it's, it's, we've been doing drone deliveries for four years now. We started doing them in Iceland, flying above the capital of, of Iceland in Reykjavik four years ago, flying beyond vision line of sight, to people's backyards. You know, building a drone with an app, that's one thing. Certifying an aviation, a commercial aviation vehicle, that's a very different thing. And if you want to scale, and you want to service, you know, 70% of the U.S. population with backyards, that's what you have to do. So let's talk about that, that commercialization aspect of it all. So I think we've passed the phase of drones being this novel thing. It seems like they're definitely here to stay certainly past them just being a fun hobby. Do you, what do you see as some of the difficulties that, that uh, many businesses or maybe even the drone community is facing into kind of bridging that gap until we're seeing just hundreds or thousands of drones in the sky? So yeah, there are a few, uh, I'd say the, the half technological, half regulatory barriers. The uh, FAA is really taking this in a very mature way. I mean, all other locations that we've had pilots or, or tests, usually you're given a waiver or an exemption. And the FAA is the first civil aviation authority in the world to basically say, we know this is coming, this is going to be huge, and we need a new regulatory framework. It's not going to work on, on an additional waiver or an exemption. Uh, so in the past four years, we've been working with the FAA on basically certifying our vehicle as if it was an airplane. At the end, what you get at the end is a vehicle that you, you and the FAA are pretty sure that can, you know, will stay in the air and will, you know, will fly safely to locations. But then there's the other important question of how do you integrate that vehicle into the airspace? You're not the only one in the airspace. And, you know, the, the, the 787s, they're flying way above you. That's, you know, if, if that Dreamliner is 100 feet above your house, the drone is not a problem. But then you have private pilots, and basically, uh, especially in the suburbs, they can just you can just go into your Cessna and fly. You don't need a radar, you don't have a transponder, you sometimes don't even need a radio, you know, any, any radio or anything, or even electricity on board your airplane. And then you have a problem, because usually if you see another airplane, you can just look, and there are you know, rules of who has to, uh, to move. With a drone, that drone doesn't see you and that drone is too small, so you're not seeing him. So basically we have to figure out a way to make sure that no matter what, our drones always clear the skies for demand deviation. Because they were here before and they're gonna continue flying and that's okay. Uh, so that's the current phase with the FAA, the FAA Beyond program. How do you fly beyond visual line of sight? How do you build a system that can now really scale and have multiple companies flying in the same airspace with manned airplanes sharing the same, the same skies. We've, only, you know, we've got one sky for everybody. Uh, and that's being solved these days. 
So we mentioned making these backyard deliveries with drones. And I think one of the big things I love about this is that the advancement of this technology brings upon so many different solutions to answer that or questions that we didn't even know that had answers to. So are there any other aspects to drone technology that are exciting you um, and different avenues that this can kind of really help, you know, drive efficiencies? So, yeah. So if you remember 20 years ago when you uh, made online orders, let's say on Amazon, you added items to your cart and then you checked out and you selected, you know, how fast you wanted it versus how much it, it's going to cost you. Today, most people just click buy now. You don't really care about delivery, next day delivery. It's ubiquitous. And with drone deliveries, we can take on demand to that level. So if you need tomatoes for dinner, just click buy now and, and get them in 15 minutes or less. Because delivery is going to be so cheap that it will just, you know, could be free. And that's going to take us to an entire new era of, of instant gratification. Uh, friends are coming for dinner and you need a bottle of wine, buy now. The next iPhone is out, buy now. You don't have to drive to a Best Buy. You can get it faster than going into your car and going to the Best Buy. So this might be a little bit too far, but so when I'm thinking about all these deliveries, 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 do you see a future as well where there's also some potential reverse logistics as well? So maybe I want to make a return and I can just call a drone to my area and then... For sure. Wow. For sure. For sure. You can, you know, you can buy three t-shirts at three different sizes, measure them, and just call the drone to take the, the, the other two back that you, that you don't need. I think it's really going to change the way that we consume things. Uh, COVID-19 showed us that we, you know, people are doing a lot more uh, e-commerce and deliveries these days, and drones are going to take that to the next level. And so that's another area that, that I think could potentially be impacted by drones is um, we're thinking even healthcare, right? That, that, that might be delivery of medicine and things like that. For sure. It's, it's medical supplies. It's, you know, if you're, you're a single father or a single mother and you have a kind baby and you need a diaper in the middle of the night, you run out of diapers, you're, you know, that's, that's a mess usually. So if you can just log to the app and, and select diapers and in 15 minutes you've got a new package of diapers in your backyard, that's going to be very helpful. The, the same with Tylenol or with any, anything that you need. Uh, in one of our pilots, we, we have a, a lady in a wheelchair and you know, we can just deliver anything she wants directly to the house. And that saves a lot of frustration and a lot of time. So one of the things that you also mentioned earlier was partnering um, with different government entities to just make sure that we are approaching this in uh, the, the most feasible way, the safest way uh, to integrate into current um, you know, everyday life. Are there any other ways that you're partnering? Maybe does Flytrex partner with different companies or are you seeing this as a, you know, you can attack this as a solo thing? Uh, so a few months ago, we, we basically uh, announced a partnership with Walmart. And just a few days ago, we actually opened the second location together with Walmart. And we're also working on additional contacts with some other major players. One of them was already signed, but uh, was still, uh, still uh, hasn't been announced. Uh, but basically, we're here as a delivery company. Uh, if you want to reach your customers faster than today and in a more affordable, affordable way, we're here for you. Uh, our goal is to be the best delivery, drone delivery company for retail and, and restaurants. That's what we do. Uh, you usually don't see people 
delivering burritos using a Mercedes or a BMW. You need maybe a Toyota for that, and, and that's what we do. And that's the way that we can, you know, create the most affordable system and with the uh, the best user experience for, for your customers. And so when we're looking at deliveries, are there any types of specifications where are there weight limits or anything like that or dimension sizes? Yeah, so currently we can carry up to six and a half pounds. Uh, we're already working on a drone that can carry more. Uh, in terms of size, I'm not sure how much is it in inches. It's 20 by 30 by 40 centimeters. Uh, let's call it a very large shoebox. Our next version that's already in partial production will be able to carry up to three uh, 16 inch uh, pizza uh, pizzas on board so it's uh we can carry you know almost everything and so the other thing that's really impressive about this technology we we kind of touched on it briefly was talking about how you don't need all these um you know high level qualifications to operate one of these drones but thinking about it there's going to be hundreds and thousands of these things would each one be operated by one person or would there be some type of algorithm or maybe one person controlling a fleet? So yeah, definitely we're going towards a single person controlling a fleet. And again, the system is completely autonomous in case, in our case, if there's any anomaly on board or you know, any problem, the system just knows what to do. It of course alerts the, the operator, but everything is done autonomously. All the coordination between different companies and drones that's done on, you know, using computers because the, uh, the anticipation is that drones are going to be at least 10 times the amount of, of, of airplanes that you've got today in the air. So it, it's really, it's not going to be in a manned way. You will have people supervising everything, making sure that there's no anomalies, but on a regular basis, everything will be done completely autonomously. Uh, that's part of the, uh, of the magic. And so in your mind, when you're thinking about the, the, the pathway of this technology, this community. Do you see any roadmaps or trajectories as to where we might hit, um, say, by the end of 2021 or maybe by 2025? Uh, so by the end of 2021, you're going to see the first companies getting uh, type certification. And that's basically an FAA approval on a national scale. On the way there, we're going to see bigger and bigger uh, pilots and approve the waivers and exemptions by the FAA. We're already seeing that. Hopefully by 2022, we're gonna start seeing some large-scale deployments throughout the US. According to ARK Invest, ARK Invest, uh, by 2025, just food delivery drones, we're talking about an $18 billion market. And by the end of the decade, they estimate this market to be uh, more than $100 billion worth. Uh, it's really, we, we think that once once approvals are given by the FAA, it's going to spread spread faster than you know those mobility scooters around towns, because it's it's you know if you think about it today, you've got a, a person per hamburger driving a one-ton car from one place to the next, and once you go to a vehicle that weighs I don't know 40, 50 pounds, doing everything autonomously, there's there's really no, not going to be a way back. Exactly right. And I'm guessing there's going to be a, a lot, it's going to alleviate potentially a lot more traffic on the, on the roads. When we're looking at these drone deliveries, um, we we're joking about uh, before our chat about, you know, these things crashing because I, I lost sight of my drone. What are some of the ranges on these delivery drones that you're seeing right now? Uh, so currently we're doing up to three miles. 
uh, of radius, so it's six miles back and forth. Uh, the next version will be able, of course, to, to carry uh, bigger payloads to further distances. Uh, we're seeing other companies doing even big, you know, further distances, especially if you're talking about medical supplies. So it's usually not to people's backyards, but it, it's between clinics and, and you know, hospitals. Uh, so we'll keep seeing drones flying you know, dozens of miles, potentially even more. But don't worry, you know, while our drones as well, but while we're cruising or other cruising, you can barely hear or see us. So you're not going to hear those drones whizzing above you like you, you hear you know, those Dreamliners above you. It's just going to be an invisible layer of small machines delivering stuff to, to people's backyards and between hospitals and locations. So that's a big one, right? Because I think one of the things I hear about drones all the time is like, oh, they're so noisy or this, this one's so loud. I couldn't imagine, you know, a whole fleet of them. Are there any other myths or any other things that you might want to dispel that people shouldn't really worry about with this new technology coming so into play? People basically uh, fear three things, uh, safety, noise, and privacy. So in terms of safety, this is, again, it's not a drone. This is an aviation certified vehicle by the FAA. Multiple levels of regulations and mitigations. There's a reason it's taking us four years to take it from, you know, from doing backyard deliveries to being certified by the FAA. And, you know, you know, we were jumping through all the hoops and doing everything as if we were a manned airplane. It's, it's crazy, but we respect that. We, we want to, you know, it's everybody's interest to make sure that the skies, that those skies are as safe as they are today. Uh, in terms of noise, while we're cruising, you can barely hear or see us. Uh, once we start lowering something to your backyard, we don't land in your backyard. We hover 80 feet up in the air, lower the package on the wire. So it's a lot safer, a lot quicker, and a lot quieter. It's not like a lawnmower in your backyard. And privacy, that's easy. We don't have any cameras on board. So it's even a lot, a lot more private than a courier knocking on your door. Uh, so, and again, we're always, you know, uh, our goal is to service people's backyards and we have to be respectful for, you know, the entire neighborhood's noise levels and to people's privacy. So it's always on our minds. So I'm excited about this entire, you know, field, this technology, the growth and everything that you're doing at Flytrex. Where can people find you or find out more? Uh, so just, you know, go to flytrex.com or like us on Facebook and we'll uh, share the good news with you. Who knows, maybe uh, soon we'll be flying to your backyard as well. So it's worth uh, paying attention. Yuriv, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Please stay tuned for more Drone Waves content.